Hey, everybody, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm praying for you. Hey, man, we're already into the new year. What a powerful moment we had on last week. I was just really overwhelmed by the anointing of God that took place. A tragic event called worship. Part two on today, we're just going to be talking about how God uses the event to call you to worship. Last week, we kind of built the foundation of letting you know that God uses things in your life to restore worship. And our prayer on last week was that God would restore us back to worship. Our $21 survival seed that we're giving at the end of this month is going to not just represent that we made it through by the skin of our teeth and that we just, you know, happened to just be here. No, 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 no. We're here because God ordained us to be here. And that is not being insensitive to the loss of life, the tragic things that have occurred, even just on yesterday and the day before, even in this new year, um, people have lost some things. That is not being insensitive. It's just having to understand that there is a grace and that God just happened to grace you and I. He, he happened to grace you and I. It's nothing that we've done so special or so honorable. It's just he graced us for that moment. So I really want you to take some time today. I, I, I want you to take the next few minutes and begin to share and invite. I, I, I would love to see our Facebook numbers and our numbers on our portal sit up at about, I want you to just begin to pray that God is going to allow a hundred people today to be blessed by this word. 100, 200, 300. It's the season where God wants to restore worship. How's he going to use it? Part two of a tragic event called worship. Let's get to the word. God bless. Hey, everybody. I love you. I appreciate you. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. I want to look to my right. Y'all know what we're getting ready to do. Come on, say it with me. We create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place. I'm going to my left. Y'all ready? Y'all know what we're getting ready to say. Let's say it together. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. Part two, a tragic event called worship. God uses the event, the devastation, the loss of David and his men, and it happened at Ziklag, where the enemy came in and destroyed their land, burnt everything to the ground. And then to make things worse, they took their family, but they didn't kill the family. They just took them captive and they were nowhere to be found. After a hard day's work, after a couple days fighting and on the journey back, the men and David get back home to understand that this was going to be a tragic event where God would call David back to worship. There are moments in your life where God will use an event to call the leader back to a place of worship, where he'll call mom and dad back to a place of communion, where he'll call the church itself back to a place of worship. You guys heard me talk about it last week, the, the pandemic. 
Some will say that the enemy calls it. I'm here to say to you that the devil doesn't have that much power. He's never been able to cause anything. He's never been able to do anything. I, I simply believe that it was life happening in the most tragic way that we could ever imagine that life would occur. It would occur in so many different facets, so many different shapes and sizes. But when we look at the text right here, I, I, I'm going to get right there and uh, I'm already through my intro. Uh, uh, we're we're going to settle right there, right in 1 Samuel chapter number 30, where it's going to begin to show you how God will cause events to lead you back to worship. But but the event can just get out of hand sometimes. Come on now. The, the event can turn people against you, people that love you and people that honor you, a tragic event called worship. Uh, in, 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 in those moments of our life, leaders still have to stand. Come on now. Fathers still have to be fathers. Mothers still have to be mothers. Come on now. Uh, the CEO has to be the CEO, even though he's getting a report and he's getting the data and the analytics that the business is going under immediately a tragic event called worship where those that used to love you are now in a place where they dislike you those that were just on the journey with you where you defeated enemies and you you rubbed shoulders and you ate together you slept to you, you you slept in the mountains together in the fields together and you you did all sorts of things in the middle of a battle you were bruised together wounded together you you bled together and all because of one isolated event we fall out come on now we <coughs> we fall out because you didn't vote the way that I think that you voted we fall out because you went to the party and I stayed home and there was no social distancing events if they're unmanaged will call us to fall out with one another because we don't really understand what the event is trying to do come on now when we think about it David and his men return home to an isolated tragic event and in the midst of the tragic event it says and moreover David was greatly distressed verse number 6 1 Samuel chapter number 30 because the people spoke of stoning him for all the people were embittered each one of them because of his sons and daughters come on now I, I, I'll wait to get to the last part uh, uh, and David was greatly distressed the pastor the CEO the leader the father who whoever you might be we're all in a pandemic we're all losing we're all going through we're we're all not able to come to church we're we're all not able to to do what we used to do and we all have to social distance if we really care about the next person in the next life but David moreover was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him can I, can, I, can I just say that? The, the people spoke of stoning him for all the people were embittered, each one of them, because of their own loss. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I just paraphrase that right there? Because of his sons and daughters. If you don't manage the tragic event the right way, 
We're on the same team, but now that the pressure builds, I, I don't know where my money's coming from. And uh, My girl at home is on my back about getting three more jobs. And, and I'm looking over here and you're still working the same job and you're still living by faith. And I didn't lost my house and you got another house and uh, I didn't lost this. And you're still making a come up, not understanding that none of us have really made a major come up. It's just by the grace of God, I'm still standing. Remember your $21 survival seat at the end of this month. I, I had to put that plug in. Come on. Can you, can you just hashtag a tragic event called worship? Come on now. And David was greatly distressed. Why was he greatly distressed? Because his men were greatly distressed. His men were discontented. His men had reached a place of disparity where hope was broken, where hope was lost. They were wounded. They were tired. It, it says that they cried so much that they didn't even have any more tears to cry. Even when you want to cry, there are no more tears. Now, have you ever been in a tragic moment where you wanted to cry, but there were no more tears to cry? And because there were no more tears to cry, you became frustrated. You became agitated. You became embittered. And you begin to pick up stones in your thoughts. You begin to pick up stones in your giving. You begin to pick up stones in your commitment. You begin to pick up stones in your faithfulness and in your belief and you begin to throw those stones at your leader. Come on now. These were the same men that found David in the cave of Adullam. The same men that came distressed. The same men who were in debt. The same men who were discontented. The same men that said David you are our chosen leader but tragic events when they are unmanaged when there is no hope when hope is all gone and there is no sight of God's glory if you don't watch it you'll turn on your brother you'll turn on your sister you'll turn on the loved one that has been right there through it all and David moreover was greatly distressed he was out of his mind because every Everybody's distressed, but nobody's thinking about me. Nobody wonders how I feel. Nobody has even asked the question of how I feel. A tragic event called worship. They're ready to stone me, God. What are you saying? I lost my wife too. I lost my children too. I lost my land too. I lost my church too. I lost my 401k too. I lost some loved ones too. Just like everybody else, I lost. But when you don't understand that we're all in the same boat, we're all on the same seashore, we're all walking through the same pandemic that killed hundreds of thousands of people. We're all walking through the same pandemic where parents are frustrated and they're agitated because of virtual school. Every student, every college student, every sports arena has been closed. There are no fans. But how do we begin? How do we become so embittered that we turn on the one 
that has been chosen to lead us. A tragic event called worship. And David was greatly distressed. Can I give it to you right here? I'm going to take this thing home right here. And David was greatly distressed uh, because they were all embittered and they spoke of stoning him. Uh, I ain't going back to the church because I ain't got no more money. I ain't going to give my tithe because I ain't got no more money. I ain't going to come online because I don't feel like it and I can't get to church there and I don't feel like getting up and I got all of this stuff and I got this stuff going on here. I got this stuff going on there and now you become embittered with stones in your heart towards God with stones uh, the ungodly counsel of your mind causes you to now doubt God to not believe to not be faithful in your prayer a tragic event called worship can change your whole situation they spoke of stoning him come on now how many of us have been stoned during the pandemic how many of us were told if you really believe God then you shouldn't close your church if you really believe God you should step out on faith if you really believe God then you should do it but every time you say that you're throwing a stone at somebody who's experiencing a tragic event called worship when we understand that the event is leading us back to the heart of God if you could just understand if all of the members if all of the community if all of the entire nation would understand all we had to do for 30 days for 10 days for 3 days for 48 hours 24 hours whatever it might be come together and understand that God is trying to get our attention how did he use and how does he use tragic events to call us back to worship I'm glad you asked David moreover was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him for all the people were embittered each one because his sons and daughters but David I need somebody to say but there's always gonna be a but in the midst of a tragic event that's getting ready to call you back to God that's getting ready to return you back to the heart of God there's always going to be a but. Ah, they were ready to stone me. They're ready to give up on me. I'm ready to give up. I'm ready to throw in the towel. But David, come on now, strengthen himself in the Lord God. Tragic event called worship. There it is right there. In the moments where you're getting ready to throw in the towel, Peter. In the moments where you're getting ready to throw in the towel, Joshua. In the moments where you're getting ready to throw in the towel, Pastor G. In the moments where everybody and life and the tragic event is stoning you with doubt, stoning you with unbelief, stoning you, telling you that it's not going to happen. When the ungodly counsel of your mind comes to you and tells you in 2021 yeah you made it through but you ain't gonna make it out the devil is a lie but David strengthened himself in the Lord a tragic event called worship I tell you now when God sees tragic events he uses them to restore us back to worship he'll use the loss of a granddaddy to restore your relationship he'll use a divorce to restore your relationship he'll use a bankruptcy to restore your faith he'll use whatever he has to use to restore you and I back to the heart of worship I need somebody to shout amen I 
need somebody to shout glory. I need somebody to understand that the grace gift that is on your life right now, the grace gift to worship, the grace gift to manage a tragic event that is going to call you back to the heart of God. I gave it to you last week. Worship is the consecrated lifestyle that engages intimacy between man and God. Come on now, a tragic event called worship. Look at it. Look at that tragedy. Look at that event in your life. Come on now. I didn't preach so hard that I'm messing up my microphone. Come on now. About ready to come out this jacket, but think about that tragic event. Come on, Rock Church. We've experienced some tragic events. We've watched murder. We've watched lives be destroyed. No, I'm not saying that God sits up and says, okay, I'm going to let this event happen to bring them back to me. No, no, no. Can I tell you something? It's life happening in the most tragic ways that anybody could ever imagine. I know that it's hard. I know that it's difficult, James. I, I know that it's been difficult, Elder Rahim, and I know that it's been difficult to Moroc Church leadership, and I know that it's been difficult, Numa Life Fellowship. I, I, I know that it's been difficult. Come on now, I, I need you to understand that, that God wants to restore worship. He, he wants to restore the body back to worship. He, he's looking for a garden moment of reconciliation come on now he he wants to restore come on I need you to hashtag that God wants to restore us back to worship come on now God wants to restore your home he wants to restore your family he wants to restore your health your relationship your faith but he can only do it if you'll allow the event to lead you back to him I'm really sure that when we think about it, we can go into the Bible. I like what Dr. Robert Weber says. He says that God uses event-like orientated events to demonstrate his power, his love, his grace for us. He uses the event of the Exodus, as Dr. Robert Weber says, and he calls the leaders calls them to the edge of the mountain he uses the event of the exodus we're in a wilderness now you set us free but he uses that event to call them to a moment of worship where everybody gathers at the bottom but then he calls Moses the leader to the holy place to the place of worship while everybody's interceding the leader is there getting instruction. Your tragic events require that you and I gather at the feet of the mountain. Our tragic events require that we get to the heart of God by hearing the instruction and the word of God. He gives Moses the Ten Commandments. Moses comes back down and he gives them to the people. As the people receive the word, 
they now come into agreement and after they come into agreement a covenant a promise is made come on now God wants to restore he wants to give us the instruction he wants to restore covenant the agreement and the promise but it's only going to take place when we gather before him when you and I can understand what it really means to be called to worship not you just run in the church to just shout because you hear some music I'm running to church because God has been too good he's been too kind and he spared my life even if nothing ever happened God is still good God still sits on the door he's faithful he's kind he's merciful he's long-suffering he's gentle he's meek he's holy he's righteous he's my everything he's my all in all I appreciate him I exalt you in all your ways in all your splendor in all your majesty your God and God alone God wants to use that tragic event in your life right now today that mistake the failure your lack of faith God wants to use that abuse I know you're I know you're saying pastor you seriously he wants to use it for his glory how can he use it for his glory he wants you to take a journey to being whole again my heart really broke when I said that because there are some people that are hurting right now and and they really want help and they're just looking to be restored just go to God and just say Lord call me back to worship will you call me back to worship restore my heart restore my soul restore my family restore my children restore this country restore the job market I'm on my way being kicked out of my house how do I make it just call me to worship so that I can keep my mind. So that you can give me the next strategy on how I can come out. They told me that I'm a four-stage cancer. They, they told me that mama's not going to make it. Call me back to worship. They told me that they can't keep me on the job. My retirement is gone. My life savings. Will you just call me back to worship? Will you just call me back to worship? As you lift your hands, the glory of God calls you to worship. God is so excited that you're going to allow him, that we are going to allow him to take what has happened to us over the last year to restore us back to worship. God is so excited that he doesn't have to see us clothed in fear, clothed with the leaves of disbelief and the lack of trust. 
but he can see us naked before him saying I'm sorry Lord for the things I've made it's all about you if you stand in agreement with me on the day I, I want you to just lift your hands and just say Lord I want to position myself to be called to worship I want to reposition myself to experience that consecrated lifestyle that allows me to have intimacy and relationship with you. This is my prayer. May the Lord God bless and keep you. You want to be saved today, just simply lift your hands and say, Lord, come into my heart. I accept you as Lord and Savior. I believe that you died on the cross and that you rose again. I want to be saved. Come on, just put it right there. I want to join the Rock Church. Hit that connect button. You just need prayer today. Our virtual team's going to be there to pray with you. I love you. I appreciate you. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful moments. You can see our methods of giving right there. This is a good season to start giving. It's a good season to tithe. It's a good season to give your offering. It's a good season to start all over. It's a good season to sow into your man of God. A good season. It's a good season. Remember, the last Sunday in January, we'll come together with the $21 consecrated seed, our survival seed, our seed of being called back to worship. I love you. I appreciate you. I look forward to being with you on next Sunday where we're going to continue our series, A Call to Worship. I love you. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. I love you. Happy New Year. Live the consecrated life of being called to worship. Peace. Hey, everybody. Hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Hey, you can see I just had on my mask. I want to encourage you to make sure that you remain safe. If you and I would just simply put on a mask, we could help the next life. Every tragic event has some conditions that cause us all to be uncomfortable. And this mask can be very uncomfortable, but as your pastor, I'm asking that every member of the Rock Church, every family member, every person that we're connected to, that you just take the time to be uncomfortable but understand that it could save a life. I do understand that some have their difference of opinion, but every tragic event has some circumstances and uncomfortable positions that it may put us in, social distancing, I want to make sure that each and every one of you are being safe. What a powerful move of God that has taken place over the last two weeks. This first man series, man, a tragic event called worship. Man has just taken a turn to understand that God wants you and I to know that it's our turn to be called to worship. The event, the crisis, the circumstance, it's where Life stones you. Life causes you to be bitter. 
frustrated, angry, full of bitterness where you want to give up and curse God. But I'm a believer that if you and I can just hold on, let us not grow weary in doing well or become discouraged for at the proper time, we will reap if we don't give in. Don't give in to the fact that things are still happening. Give in to the position that God wants to restore you and I. I want you to have a great week. I want you to remain prayerful as we prepare to consecrate and go into times of prayer. I really want you to understand that God is so excited about the body of Christ having the urgency of being called to worship. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever's occurring, understand that God wants to use it for His glory. I love you. I appreciate you. May the Lord God bless and keep you. May He honor you. May heaven smile on you. And in this season, I want you to remember our consecrated sacrificial seed of $21 that we're giving, our survival seed, our call to worship seed, it's $21. I simply just want you to be prepared to sow that on the last Sunday of this month. If you haven't had a chance to give your tithe and offering, I want you to make sure that you're sowing that. I want us to start afresh this year. I want us to start understanding that there is government and order in the house of God. And guess where it starts? It starts in our worship. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a great day. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. I love your Rock Church. I'll see you next Sunday. Peace.